This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. everybody. Welcome to Spirituality Unpacked. I am Laura Bungars. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you are new here, welcome. Thank you for checking this out. I hope you enjoy it. Um, we are going to talk about judgment and discernment. Um, and you guys know at this point, those of you that have been around a while, that I pull things from my experience. So this was a conversation that I was having yesterday. And it is the difference between discernment and judgment. And basically, it used the idea of discernment as response and judgment as straight up reaction. And somehow made that okay. <laughs> so here we go. Let, let's have this conversation because this is this to me, this kind of stuff is neat. It's fascinating. So what we're going for is non judgment. So what does that mean? So we're all going to have opinions on things that are going on around us. When you, when you look at something that's going on in the news, when you look at, at something somebody else does or says or whatever, you, you, your brain is naturally going to give you an opinion of that. And that's human. That's human. Even I have opinions, right? So that, that's, that's totally human. It's, it's a, normal, a normal thing. But it's what we do with the opinion. It's, it's not the opinion itself. It doesn't matter what the opinion is. We're not, we're not going to villainize opinions. And I'm not even going to tell you, you shouldn't have an opinion because you know what, in, in the human experience, opinions are just sort of part of life. So, so we're not going to say, nope, not going to have an opinion. We're going to have opinions. It, it's about what we do with it. And so the next thing that happens once we create or form an opinion, whether we do it consciously or unconsciously, we're going to form an opinion. And the next thing that happens is we sort of decide what to do with that. And more often than not, we move to judgment, or in this case, we're going to call it discernment. Judgment, when you see something as right or wrong, see, okay, let's go back, let's back up. <laughs> All experience is neutral. The experience itself just is. It doesn't matter what the experience is. It, it doesn't, all experience is neutral, okay? For those of you um, like myself that came from religion, um, I, I grew up Roman Catholic. I came from, from a religion that said God judged experience, but then the, because he would punish us if we did bad things. But then notice the flip side. He, do, he didn't intervene in experiences that humans considered bad, right? So if, if God actually thought the experience shouldn't be happening, the, the, the logical next step would be that he would actually stop said experience from happening, right? And, and that's not to say that this never happens because it does. If, if people find themselves in situations where um, they're, 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 they're not supposed to be in, um, it happens. You have the sole survivor on the airplane. You weren't meant to die yet, right? 
And, and so it's that experience. It, it does happen. But when we look around and we think this person shouldn't be sick, this person shouldn't be that, this person shouldn't have been whatever, killed, this person, blah, blah, blah. We look around in our experience and we say all these things shouldn't be happening, but they continue to happen anyway. And then we say, well, why doesn't God intervene? God doesn't judge experience. And not only does God not judge experience, God doesn't judge humans as doing anything bad. There's nothing bad. Even if you're an axe murderer, you're going, you, you, you're not, there's no hell. You're not going to hell. There, there's, there's nothing bad. There's no punishment. There's no judgment. Experience is neutral. What we do to each other is up to us. Experience is entirely and completely neutral. It doesn't matter. So it is only humans then that make experience good or bad, right or wrong. It's only humans that do that. It is only your judgment of the experience or discernment even of the experience that decides whether the experience is right or wrong or good or bad, nothing else. So let's look at what the idea here is. So the judgment is, is meant to be sort of the reactionary idea, right? So it's the idea of we just, we just, we, we lash out. We have, we have this, we make this judgment and it, it sort of doesn't have a whole lot of conscious thought attached to it. It, it causes us to just sort of flip our lid. It, 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 there's, there's no, there's no control over it. Judgment is just an immediate thing. Discernment is the concept of what I call response. We make a conscious thought about something, we decide what to do with it, and then we, we respond to it appropriate, in what we feel to be an appropriate way. But here's the thing with both of these. The minute you decide something shouldn't be there, or that it's wrong or it's bad, whether you do it consciously or unconsciously doesn't make a difference to me. Once you've decided that that thing shouldn't be there and you start arguing with it, you're in judgment. Even if you got there consciously, you're still in judgment because you're still arguing with it. So now I come back to, is it yours? In the conversation that I was having yesterday, the thing we were talking about wasn't ours. <laughs> so if it's not ours, it's not mine, and I can't fix it, it's not affecting me directly, then why am I even picking it up? So do I have an opinion about said experience? Of course. Is it valuable for me to create a story about it, pick it up, talk about it, judge it, be mad at it for existing, tell the story of it, allow it to upset me in my bubble, in my world, allow it to be a problem in my life, even though it doesn't affect me directly? Is that valuable to me? No. So while I can form an opinion, and my human is going to do that, it's not valuable for me to go further. Because it's not mine and I can do nothing about it. 
if you want to use discernment consciously, then the way to do that and stay out of judgment, if we, if we leave judgment as the reaction, no, no conscious thought, just immediately doing something about something, making a judgment and reacting immediately. If we leave judgment in that space and we use discernment as the idea of consciousness or conscious thought, then the next step to discernment would be to drop it because it's not mine and I can do nothing about it. Not then decide that it's bad and then want to get mad at it or try to fix it or involve myself in it or pick it up when it's not mine. That doesn't solve anything. Discernment needs to be to be needs to lead to, yep, I have an opinion, but it's not mine. So I'm dropping it and I'm going to go over here and do something else. I'm not going to pick this up. I'm not taking it on. I'm not even going to talk about it because it's not mine. True conscious awareness brought to something would tell you to leave it alone, particularly if it wasn't yours. So how do I know if it's mine or not? That's kind of the next step. What's mine? So first and foremost, is this affecting me directly? Am I there, right? Especially when I watch something on the news. Am I there? Am I directly involved? Is it my house that burned down, right? So am I directly in it? Chances are you're not, right? So if, it's, if you're not in it, then it's definitely not yours. Am I kind of indirectly involved? Am I affected by it? Meaning the house is on fire, so the road is closed. I can't get through that way, so I got to take a different route. That's the indirect effect. But do I have control over it? Is it my job to get mad at the firefighters to open up the road so that I can take it? Right? No, right? I don't have control over it. There's still nothing I can do about it. So therefore, I'm just going to take a di different route and leave it alone. So even indirectly, I still don't have control. I still can't solve the problem. There's still nothing I can do with it. And therefore, I have to drop it. And we need to do that with everything all the time, actually. We need to decide what's ours and what's not by determining whether I have control or not. If I can make a choice that gives me some control over what happens, then it's mine. But since the only thing I technically and truly have control over is myself, there is nothing outside of me that I really have control over directly. Indirectly, I control everything through how I feel and think and, and be within myself. But my outside world, I don't have control over directly. So trying to manipulate the outside world or get mad at the outside world in any way doesn't help anything. So therefore, 
99.9% of things that happen in the outside world need to simply be dropped. And I know, I know, I hear you from here, I hear you from here, and I say this all the time when we talk about these things. Not all of us come in here with a cause. Some, some people get on about climate change, we get on about, about different environmental stuff, we get on about um, equality, we get on with the activism, we go, down those, we go down those paths. And there's nothing wrong with those paths for the people that choose to, take, to pick a cause and take it on while they're here in this, in this lifetime. That's cool. And, and that's their role. Not, not all of us are here to play in that space. And, and so the reality is and that those of us that don't play there kind of need to learn to stay in our lane, which means don't pull over and start taking on a cause. If you want to take on a cause, that's cool. If you decide you want to be an activist and you want to take on a cause and you want to have a platform and you want to do a thing, great, go for it. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Do it. But if you don't want that for yourself, if you're not interested in taking on a cause, if you're not interested in that role of activism and making that sort of a life purpose and a life goal, then you kind of need to learn to drop the things that go on around you and not take them on. Because otherwise you're going to be upset a lot. Your reality is going to bother you. And especially these days when you look around and the limited human perception makes the world seem really chaotic. So when you look around and, and the world seems crazy and you start forming a lot of opinions about everything that's going on. And, and we've actually gotten more opinionated about things and kind of stuck in the mud with everything and, and how opinionated we are these days. And, and the, the truth of that is that people are just sort of taking sides. We've decided that we, we have these opinions and we've formed camps and we've formed groups and it's, it's all based in judgment. But we don't have control over anything we're creating judgment about. <laughs> so it's pointless. And that's kind of where I want to get to is even though we're making, we've made, we've formed opinions, we've made judgments, we've picked sides, we have camps, we don't have control over any of it. It's happening around us anyway. All the protesting and activism in the world doesn't change anything. It's still just happening. It's not solving anything. So everybody's getting their knickers in a knot and it's not going anywhere. And that's the point. We're not fixing it by doing what we're doing because your power isn't out there. So the thing is, is your power is in you. Which means it's up to you to create a story for yourself in your mind that you don't argue with. And that you're not trying to project into the outside world onto other people. And then hold that and stay there. You don't need to protest because your power is not out there. It's not on the street corner you're at protesting. Your power is in you. You can sit at home and be a thousand times more powerful than anything that you're going to do while standing on a street corner. And especially here where it's freezing cold. 
you're a thousand times more powerful. Simply being on your couch and forming, getting aligned within yourself and not arguing with the what is, than you are when you're out there protesting, which effectively is just arguing with what is. And so now we have this conversation around, well, what they're doing is illegal because they're blocking this, that, and the other thing. Okay, so we have laws that are meant to be enforced that aren't being enforced, whether it's political, whether it's monetary, it doesn't, it do, what, I don't care, it doesn't matter if it's racist. I, I don't know why they're not enforcing the laws, so the laws aren't being enforced. Cool. Do I have control over that? No. So what am I going to do about it? Nothing. Because I can't fix that. I can't change that. Okay, the laws aren't being enforced. Cool, that's a nice story. Let me know what happens. The reality is it doesn't matter. It's just a story of my what is and things that I don't have control over don't affect me, have nothing to do with me. Even though they were happening right here in Manitoba. There's, I don't have anything to do with it. It's not mine. And I don't play in the space of activism, so I'm not taking on a cause. So I'm staying in my lane. And people say, yeah, but you're supposed to care because blah, 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 and make up reasons why I'm supposed to care. But how is that solving anything? The idea that I'm supposed to care just implies that I need to pick up things in my external world that aren't mine. That I'm supposed to be bothered by the what is. You're telling me that being human equals being bothered by what is. No, it doesn't actually. And I'm not going to be bothered by what is. Because it just is. And my judgment of it makes no difference. So even when I recognize judgment, discernment within myself, I'll back off of it because it's not helpful. Do I have an opinion about the last couple of years of life on, on planet Earth? Absolutely. Am I going to tell you what it is? No. <laughs> and am I going to do anything with it? No, because it doesn't matter. And the truth is, when this first started, when we first started with this, I started posting it, kind of like I do the weather. I, I sort of started just posting it, you know, daily case counts or restrictions or whatever was going on. I started doing some of that. But everybody quickly found their side. And that stopped being helpful. And as time dragged on, it didn't take very long. I stopped. And I stopped because judgment had taken over. People had picked their camps. And 
I had picked my count for a while. And this last little bit, I'm not anti-anything. But there's a lot of gray. And that's the thing. The awareness of self, and I look around me, and myself within the experience, and I watch kind of what's happening a little bit, without judging it, right? So I'm not arguing with it. I'm not out there saying, well, they should be doing X. These people need to do this thing so I can feel better. No, that's not how it works. Right? So, okay. I can't make that true. I can't make that true. Nobody needs to do anything so I can be okay. I don't care. <laughs> I, I can't make that one true. So then, if I'm going to do that, then I have to be careful of what I do with the other thing, with my opinion, with my judgment of the situation. Right? So, this is all part of awareness, right? Does my opinion and my judgment or discernment fit? into my spiritual understanding of life. And the truth is there was actually a difference. There was a divide. There was a separation between my opinion of events, my judgment of events, and my spiritual beliefs. And eventually I had to come make that come together. I didn't change my spiritual beliefs. Let's just put it that way. So I didn't change the spiritual truth that I offer and mess with that. I reevaluated what I believed about the outside world. Right? So again, I'm showing you that you can have opinion, but it's about what you do with it. It's, it's how you look at the world. And what I see is some people sort of mold their spiritual truth to fit reality. <laughs> which, which is the same thing as projecting onto God and giving God judgment and an ego. That doesn't work. We can't do that. So we have to look at spiritual truth, and then question our judgments and opinions of things. We have to go the other way. So if I'm going to be firm in my spiritual ideals, then I need to make sure that when I look at the outside world, I'm not being hypocritical with that. I can't have the divide there. So, judgment and discernment. Let's wrap this thing up. So judgment is the reactionary response, right? It's the reaction of no thought, just an instant sort of going to do something about this. Discernment being the more conscious of the two, it is a response, 
meaning I'm actually putting conscious thought into things, I'm allowing myself to figure out what I agree and disagree with and blah, 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 blah. But when I still end in judgment and I still get mad and I still decide that that shouldn't be there, it doesn't matter anyway. So when we look at, when we look at things, it doesn't matter whether we do it consciously or unconsciously. The minute you decide that something shouldn't be there or it's not right, or you get mad at it or want to argue with it, you have a problem. Because that is judgment, even if you got to it consciously. Because arguing with your experience doesn't solve anything. Arguing with your experience will not solve anything. Your power is within you, so stop arguing with your experience. Allow what is to simply be and find wellness within yourself, balance within yourself. Holding your balance within yourself while sitting on your couch is far more powerful than anything you will do in the outside world. It is as simple as that. Being mad at your reality for being what it is solves nothing and gets you nowhere. It keeps you stuck in your reality. When you're arguing with it, you can't do anything about it. You're stuck in it. You're stuck in it. You can't do anything from there. Mad is a terrific emotion. When you're mad at something, it's an amazing emotion and it's super, super powerful stuff. But the thing is, when you create from anger, you just swing the pendulum violently in the other direction. <laughs> so it creates no balance. So whatever you create from anger probably won't be a whole bunch better than whatever it was that you were creating before you got mad. So you kind of have to fix the pain and then create. Anger gives you a lot of momentum. I know I used it. It helps. It put, it pulled me in a direction too, but it doesn't, it didn't actually create anything better. It didn't, it didn't make life better. It actually made my life miserable, but that, took a long time, a, a lot of understanding and awareness for me to get to that space where I said, yep, this is true. It took me a long time to get here. And that's the thing. I learned to not argue with my reality. And I definitely don't pick up things outside of me that aren't mine. because they're not helpful anymore. So when we go from judgment and discernment and we say discernment is consciousness, if we run into, I'm mad at it, it shouldn't be there, I'm going to argue with it or complain about it, then it didn't matter that you did that consciously, you still ended up in judgment. And it's still a problem that's not helping you and that you can't solve and that you're allowing to upset you and you don't have any control over it. You can't change it. I really want you to be looking at your experience saying, can I change this? 
Can I fix this? Do I have control over this? And if the answer is no, I really want everybody to get better at dropping that. And the truth is, 99.9% .9 of everything that goes on in your life, you do not have direct control over, and therefore you simply need to drop it. And what does that for you to do? Live your life on your own terms and do your own thing your own way. Because you're no longer bothered trying to fix things. It frees you to be happy, to find your joy, to be at peace. And not be bothered by the what is of your life. And that freedom is far more valuable than anything you might, any cause you might try to fix in the outside world. All right, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. This has been Laura Bungars with Spirituality Unpacked. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and I will talk to you soon. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks so much for listening.